Hi, happy Tuesday, and welcome to September 12, 2023. How are we doing today? Amazing, right? I know. I am amazing. And it is such a wonderful day to be here today. And today, we are going to talk about we continued on this found discovery path of women who are coming, facing the challenge, being resilient after certain stressors in life, one being divorced, two being a career stop, three, being a loss of a loved one, four, being financial, and everything else piled on because you know as women, we take on everything. And so tonight, our focus is going to be on the well-being of women. And I'm not going to specifically talk about the health of a woman. We're going to talk about women how do we take care of ourselves so that we can be everything to everyone, but more often than not, forget how to take care of ourselves as individual, as a woman, as a person, as someone who needs to be taken care of. So we're going to explore that and give us some great ideas that we can do, some things that we can focus on, and how we can come through this in a successful way. Does that sound good to you? Absolutely. And we're going to be joined in a few minutes if she's not already on, but our fabulous, amazing co-pilot with us, and Antoinette Bailey. Hi, Antoinette. Good night, everyone. Good night, good night. Good night. Well, you know, Jimmy Buffett passed away the other day. And if you don't know, everybody knows Jimmy Buffett. Well, most people know Jimmy Buffett. But Jimmy Buffett said it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And I know Jimmy Buffett through a couple of things, two ways. One my friend Paul and Denise, they met at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Paul was there with two other friends. Denise was there with two other friends. They didn't know each other, but it so happened that how it worked out that Paul and Denise sat next to each other at the Jimmy Buffett concert. They've been married for over 21 years. Isn't that amazing? Congratulations, that is amazing. The second way that I know Jimmy Buffett is through the Eagles. And if you don't already know by now, everything in the sun, the globe, the universe, the world, for me, revolves around the Eagles. And the Eagles on September 7th opened up at Madison Square Garden 
with their long goodbye tour. After 52 years of incredible success, they're saying so long, goodbye. And they have like 13, 14 days so far. The first one opened up in New York at Manhattan uh, Manhattan Square Garden. And um, Jimmy Buffett, he passed away right before. But Jimmy Buffett, when the Eagles were in their prime early, I won't date myself, but somewhere in the 70s, Jimmy Buffett used to open up for the Eagles at their concert. And also, after Glenn Fry died in 2016 and they went on the road in 2017, Jimmy Buffett again opened up for the Eagles. And prior to that, Jimmy Buffett was the individual, the artist, that inducted the Eagles into into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997. So, you know, for me, Jimmy Buffett holds a special place, not only that it's 5 o'clock somewhere, but he's also very intertwined in the Eagles. And they did two songs for him at the concert in honor of Jimmy Buffett. They did the song Finn, sung by Joe Walsh, and they did Come Monday, which was sung by Timothy B. Smith. So, you know, I say thank you to the Eagles. I totally appreciate it. And Jimmy Buffett said, um, you know, he hung up his parrot head. Oh, by the way, did you know that Jimmy Buffett fans are Antoinette, did you know that Jimmy Buffett fans are called carrot heads? Parrot heads. Parrot heads. I'm so oh. Parrot heads. They're called parrot heads. And guess who was the individual that named Jimmy Buffett fans parrot heads? I can't remember her name now. You have no idea, right? No. It was from the Eagles. He was wow. the individual the term Parrothead for Jimmy Buffett fans. Isn't that really cool? It's good. It is. And um, I'm in South Florida. Jimmy Buffett um, was almost a Floridian. You know, he was living in New York and Long Island when he passed away. But, you know, Jimmy Buffett is synonymous or is that the word? I'm not sure what it is right now. But anyway, he's very um, recognized with Key West. And if you haven't been to Key West yet, you have to go. It's such a beautiful place. That three-hour drive from Marathon all the way down to Key West is just one of the most gorgeous drives you ever want to see. Because on one side, you have the intercoastal and the bay and on the other side you have the Atlantic Ocean and if you happen to be driving down that way at sunset oh my god it is the most fantastic beautiful drive you ever want to take Antoinette have you done that drive? 
I did. It's long, but it's beautiful. It is. It's it's long drive. Yeah, it is long drive. But when you get down to Key West, it's so worth it. It's so worth it to be there, and it's so much fun. So um, thank you for being here tonight, Antoinette. Yay! It's Tuesday. It's our favorite day of the week. And how was well, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I like that you said it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere in another country for it sure. It's five o'clock somewhere. Don't know where, but it's five o'clock somewhere. And Jimmy Buffett will be honored to say. But we're not going to talk about Jimmy Buffett tonight. We're going to talk about the well-being of women, and we're not going to talk about in the respects of health care per se, because that's a topic we definitely don't want to touch. No. Oh, no way. But we're going to talk about well-being. And as we focus on women, because this show is all about women, and it's a model after me in a sense that, you know, as women, we've, we have gone or going through so much. And for me, what it was um, a few years ago was that I was going through a divorce. I was having some financial issues. Usually that happens when you're going through a divorce. I was having some health challenges from giving birth to my son. I had lost my mom. She had passed away. And what else was going on? I think everything else was going on. I don't know. I think my whole world was imploded in a way that it was a little bit out of control, and I didn't know how to encircle it and get a hold of what was going on in my life. So, and this past week, I put a a post out there on Facebook about, Women, hey, are you going through a a crushing divorce, some health circumstances, some financial issues, a career stop, the loss of a loved one? Have you been through all of that? And it was astonishing of how many women and a couple men responded back and said, I've been there, done that. Oh, my goodness. I redesigned my life. I've done this. I've done that. It was like, oh, my God. Because when we are going through the tunnel of our lives, we think we are the only one. And no one else on this planet knows what we're going through or how we are navigating what we're going through. Does that sound like you? If it, it does, does, it does. Come on in because tonight we're going to share with you various ideas and strategies of how you can navigate and design that roadmap that you need that will lead you to 
a better well-being about you. Because this is what we focus on is about you and finding yourself. And here's the last story. So today is what, September 12th? Um, I never file my taxes on time ever. I don't know why, but I have an aversion to file my taxes. Everything's done and everything is organized, but I, I won't file it on April 15th or March 15th with my business. So I wait until the last, last, last moment. I filed the request for extension back in like January, February, believe it or not. That makes no sense, right? But that's what I do. I filed the extension back in January, February, because I have a March deadline for the business and an April deadline for the for the personal. So now everything is crunched because it's due September 15th and October 15th. So now I'm with my accountant, and I've been really good lately um, for the past few years, and I haven't paid any taxes. So he um, he says, Heather, I finished your tax return. You owe what? <laughs> that was my response to him. It was like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. It's like, yeah. So why I'm telling you this story is because part of the financial well-being of women as we go through divorce or we navigate those challenges, we don't think that we have or can create enough resources in order to pay taxes. And while no one likes to pay taxes, I definitely don't, and I know probably you don't like to pay taxes, I thought it was pretty incredible that, you know, for the first time since my divorce, I made so much money that I had to pay tax, and I'll have to pay taxes on Friday. So it's kind of, in some ways, I find it really cool, and it's like, yay, I am so proud of me that I'm paying taxes this year. Awesome. Woo. So, ladies, if I can do it, you can absolutely do it, too, that you get to the point where you are making so much money that the government says to you, hey, you need to pay your share. Okay? So that's all I'm going to say about that, and we're going to get into some ideas about well-being. Does that sound good to you, Antoinette? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All righty. So I took some notes tonight about well-being. Oh, one more story. So, so this past Sunday, I, 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 you know, I don't do religious per se, but I, I do spirituality. So this past week, um, the topic of the message was blessed yet stressed. Isn't that a cool topic for a message? So as I listened to what he was saying during the message, it was like, oh, my God, I am so blessed. And it's like, 
oh my god i am not stressed anyway it was amazing and that for the topic about tonight of being about not being stressed and about well-being and so some of the ideas that he spoke about plus some additional ones that I focused on and I create in my not so stressful life because I am true when I say truly I am not stressed I am not stressed about anything I give you some ideas as to what I do, and Antoinette will give you some ideas about what she does as well to not be stressed and to create some well-being and some self-care and maintenance of ourselves as women. Does that sound good? Absolutely. So let's get started, Antoinette. So here's my question for you. Okay, so we're not going to talk about health, directly about health, but we're going to talk about ideas of how you can treat yourself to not be stressed and to to create some well-being and some self-care about yourself and to navigate and create that roadmap that allows you to be in a place and a space that works for you. Okay? So my first idea is, like, how are questions for you? Because for me, everything in life is all about questions. And the reason why everything for me is about questions is because when you ask a question, your brain will do all sorts of gymnastics and, and take all various routes to find an answer. But if you make it a statement, it just dies there. So I've learned to ask questions. And the better questions you ask, the clearer it becomes in finding an answer. Okay, so that's why everything for me is about a question as we create this roadmap. So the question one is, and and we're going to find various answers for this. It's like, how do you treat yourself to create that better well-being? Antoinette, how do you treat yourself to create that better well-being for you so that you are you are blessed but not stressed. Oh, that's that's a rough one. And it had me thinking. Because when you have kids, you're trying to find you're always hostile and bustling. You know, you have to get, if you have two kids or eat two or more kids, you have to get, it's like you're going back to school. You have to get up every day to get them ready, and then you get yourself ready for work, and then you have all these other commitments. When do you find your quiet time to breathe in, breathe out, and find some activity throughout the day that you like to do? It's really hard because you're always sacrificing something for your kids. 
So for me, I'm like, I'm not helping myself mentally because if I'm not mentally focused or or anything, I can't help them. So for my recommendation for myself, I get up really early and I have that quiet time and I relax for the day. And that's what I do. And what do you do I, in that quiet time? I read a book. Oh, I read a book. nice. I read a book and I I write uh, I journal write my thoughts. But I was out today to celebrate um one of my my neighbor's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the days she said somebody came to do um work at our at our house and she bought too I, I think it was floorboards or something. She bought too much. So she was going to return them. So when she got to the store, I don't remember if it was Lowe's or whatever. When she got to the store and she closed her car door, something said, do not turn right, turn left. And she, you know, she questioned, she said, do not turn right, turn left. So she said, okay, I'm going to listen to that inner voice. I'm at peace. You know, she's at peace. She said, I'm going to turn left. And would you believe when she turned left, she found $100. So she said to all of us, she said to all of us at the table, and she said, and this is how we're going to tip our server today. And she said, sometimes we have to sit back and listen to that inner voice because we just don't know what's around the corner. So although I'm meditating and you have that inner intuition, some people like to say, you know, just listen to it. You just never know what's around the corner. So. I got free lunch today and free tip because she listened to that in her voice. So she shared that um, newfound uh, abundance with you? Yes, she did. She sure oh, did. Nice. Oh, she did. so cool. She, she did because she she listened to her inner voice, and we all were out for lunch, and she said she listened to her. She our food was our food was complimentary. That was another story to itself. Our food was complimentary, but she said, "Ladies, no, we're you know we're gonna tip our server, but that's okay. I'll cover it." So our food was like entirely free. Um, you know, that's blessing, but not stress. Exactly, because we had racked up a lot. We had racked up a lot. So it was really, it was really, it was really a blessing. And I should add to, um, and we were talking about this at lunch, is that sometimes you have to also have a community of like-minded people around you that's having positive things that are happening for them. So that positive energy, you know, to each other then, oh, my God, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. Yes, my kid's not doing this. My kid, But have more positive energy around you, and then you will also alleviate some of the stress that you're having. That is so very true. It's like one idea of eliminating or minimizing stress is to ask for help. It, it, I, I know after we moved beyond the age of five, we forgot as adults. We totally forget how to ask for help. But I, I want to tell you from personal experience, 
that the best thing you can do to be blessed and not be stressed, surprising, or you'd be surprised of how many people, Antoinette, for an example, who's willing to help you. Oh, oh I, but, can't, I can't tell you. They like to say Bailey know everybody. I said Bailey doesn't know anybody. <laughs> Bailey just asks questions like, do you know how? And if you tell me no, I'm going to ask you, who is it that I need to ask? I don't, I don't know anybody. But Bailey <laughs> will ask. We will go there and I will ask the question. And I think that that's true that we don't really like to ask for help. But I think sometimes we just need to just ask and, and you'll get the... Um, you somebody is always there to to assist you, but I I don't know much people, but I'm willing to ask my community. Hey, where can I get this help from? And they'll point me in the right direction. Uh, is that, that's a true. That's a very very true because I used to be of the belief that I can't ask anyone for help because they will think I'm weak or that I don't know what I'm doing, or that I'm not smart enough, or whatever reason that popped into my head was the answer that I came up with as to why I couldn't ask somebody for help. And all I would do is suffer in agony as to why is this task, whatever it is, activity, so difficult is because I couldn't ask for help. And the moment I learned, and it's not about pride, it really isn't about pride, but the moment I learned to become free and become unstressful, by asking for help, it was so enlightening and so easy to to accomplish whatever it is that I wanted. So you're not being weak. You're not being strained. You're not being uncomfortable. It's just easy to say, hey, can you help me with this? And you'll find life becomes so much easier. Personal experience, I learned the hard way. I honestly did. So, um, so those are that's one idea. Some of the ideas that I wrote down to be blessed but not be stressed are bubble bath or a long shower. Oh my God, I don't like bubble bath. But I love a long shower. And just to just stand there in the shower and have the water rain down on you, isn't that amazing? When you come out of that shower, there's no stress in the world, none whatsoever, because you feel so invigorated, so energized from the shower that you're ready to slay a dragon if you have to. So that's an idea, you know, and, you know, get pen and paper, write some of these down, because if you're like me, short-term memory, my short-term memory doesn't last beyond two minutes. 
So I can't remember what the fifth thing was said. If I write it down, I tend to remember. So write it down. You know, I believe that if you visualize it, write it down, celebrate it. You can get so much done if you write it down. Because unfortunately, our memories, regardless if you have a short-term memory or not, our memories are not computers and they don't hold information for a very long period of time. So you've got to write it down for it to manifest and for it to happen. Any other ideas, Antoinette? Because I have a bunch. What about taking a walk like a nature walk? Oh, I, 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 I should take it back on uh, taking a long shower. You know, for your if you you travel a lot for your work or you go, you know, you go your family outings, and you're staying at a hotel. I like to take a long hot shower. I'll be in there for like two hours. I pretend like I'm in a water park and walk. It's crazy, but that's that's what I do. But you know, having a nature walk is just as good. And um, for me, I take a walk three to four times a day with my dog, Henley. And thank goodness he's being quiet tonight. He's laying down and he's asleep. But I take a walk with Henley. And what I do when I take that walk with him, I turn on my favorite music or music that I haven't heard in a long time. And I listen to songs and I'm like, I'm, I'm out on the street walking with him, and I am so jamming out to the Eagles or to Bob Seger or to the Almond Brothers. It's amazing what I jam out to when I'm walking. It's so much fun. But at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, I feel so blessed, and I'm not stressed when I do that because it's so easy. I enjoy that time being outside. And, and before I know it, I'm walking maybe a mile or two miles, and it's like, oh, wow, I've walked that long. And here's the bonus part about it. You've gotten your exercise in for the day. Isn't that really cool? Sure is. Exercise is crucial. Yep. So, you know, you could um, – I don't like to multitask. But that's way of one example of multitasking. Take a walk, you listen to some music, and the dog gets his exercise, and you get your exercise for the day, and you become blessed and not stressed and healthy. There's the third part to that. So enjoy that. Something else I do that creates things. Well, I have to tell you a little secret. I used to be totally embarrassed to say that I watched the Hallmark Channel, but you know what? I found out so many of my friends watch the Hallmark Channel. That's so funny. A lot of people watch that channel. <laughs> you know, I watched Hallmark, and especially like July just ended. Um, they had Christmas in July and uh, in October, right before Halloween. It's Christmas movies. Oh, it's the best time to watch Hallmark. So that's the way for me to be blessed and not stressed is by watching the Hallmark channel. 
<laughs> so um, you don't have to watch the Hallmark Channel. You can watch whichever channel that you particularly like or whatever type of movies that you particularly like. But when you do that, it's a way to create that peaceful, easy feeling. That's an Eagles song, by the way. That peaceful, easy feeling for you, and you become relaxed and not stressed. So Hallmark Channel is one. Um, oh, oh, Antina, do you do this? Every so often, I like to, I have like 50 candles on my, um, on my shelf. Don't ask me why I have 50 candles, but I have 50 candles. Well, I'll tell you why I have so many candles. From time to time, I like to do gift baskets to others. And I always include two things in my gift basket. I always include candles, and I always include a bottle of wine. And so from time to time, I'll, I'll get home, and it's like, well, Florida's hot, so it's a little bit different. But from time to time, I'll get home, and especially as um, the one day of cold weather happens in January here, I like to burn a candle. <laughs> so... Um, I'll get a candle out and I'll burn, you know, maybe, uh, uh, I can't even think of passion fruit or something. I'll burn a candle and create like a scented environment where I could just like, oh, that smells really, really good. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that really relaxing? So from time to time, I'll burn a candle to create you know, a scented um, environment where the smell is just delicious and you just want to eat eat it because it's yummy. So you can do that too to create a feeling of relaxation and but more importantly, it contributes to your overall well-being. What about you, Anjanette? What do you do? That's a good one. I think I have to go back to the the shower. I'm not mm. big into the I'm not big into the candles. Okay. I drink bottle of wine, I guess. Of course, you have kids. I have kids, but I'd have to go back to the shower. But you know what I was thinking of doing? I haven't been to the beach, and we're here in Florida. I haven't been to the beach in over, I think, pre-COVID. And having a long walk walk along the beach is really relaxing. Oh, that is really with, yeah. With you, you know, the sand in your feet, you're just looking at the waves, and you know, everybody—they're always seeing boats or cruise ships. It is just looking at the waves, not going in the water, but just sitting back on the beach on a cool day. These summers are really hot. That's right. Relaxing. And if you're not in Florida, maybe you are in a state like Colorado or West Virginia. You know, a state that has some mountains, and you can go for a hike up in the mountains and see some really cool um, nature um, 
formation trees and earth. I once took a trip out to California and we went to Mirror Ridge in San Francisco. Oh, that was gorgeous. It wasn't the redwoods, but the trees were like over 100 feet tall. They were amazing. And when you, you know, when you walk in, when you were in the woods, and you walk amongst the street, you felt like you were like maybe a dwarf of two feet tall because these trees in the trunks were so tall. And I don't know where, what state or what part of the country you're in. Having them walk in the nature is just amazing. And you see so many different things, whether it's a stream, a river, a waterfall of South Carolina. They had beautiful waterfalls in South Carolina. But you you see these different aspects of nature and, and wonder, and it's like, oh, that is so peaceful. That is amazing. And when you when you take those moments to just relax, and to enjoy yourself. And even as Tony said at the very beginning, you know, um, we as women tend to be the caregiver of the family. And after divorce, we generally are the ones that are taking care of the kids. We generally are the ones that are taking care of everything and everyone. And we most often than not don't take care of ourselves. And I can't stress the importance how critical it is that we have to take care of ourselves. You know, it goes back to um, being a passenger in an airplane because the first thing the flight attendant says is that in order for you to help the passenger next to you, you have to put your mask on first. And we have to learn to put the mask on ourselves first. Even though we love that child, we love that person next to us, we can't take care of them until we take care of ourselves. You know, so whatever it is that you have to do, you have to learn to take care of yourself first. Heather, I I second that. But I have one more thing that I like to do, which is very weird. Not a lot of people do this one. Very, I don't know. I have found probably found two or three other persons that have done it. But it's cloud watching. <laughs> oh, I do that yes. too. See cloud yes, art up there. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's cloud watching, and you know it's something like bird watching. But we're here for you sit down, you're outside, you know, wherever you are, and you just see the clouds moving. And you wonder how are they forming all these formations, and it's really nice. So that's one thing I like. I love, I love watching. I, oh, it, it's, I love cloud art. It's the best. You know, I can't draw a circle, but when I'm, when I'm out there looking up, up at the clouds and I see you know the 
the caricature of a dog or a cat or something out there, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's natural. It's amazing. And, you know, being out in nature and being outside, looking at the clouds, and it doesn't matter where you are in this country or are on the, you can watch the clouds, you know, take a moment and lay back or sit, sit outside in a chair, easy chair, and, you know, just watch the clouds. But I love that you said that, and I totally, totally love to cry. Here's one that I used to do. I, I, I don't do it as frequently as I, I did in the past. But I used to have once a month, I would have Lazy Sundays. And Lazy Sundays for me was that I don't get out of my jammies. I'm in my jammies all day. And it's just, I am in bed. I take a nap. I wake up. I take a nap again. I wake up. I, you know, go get something to eat. But I don't even leave the house. And those were the best days, having lazy Sundays. And, and, And it was like, oh. The phone's ringing. No, I don't answer the phone. Oh, someone. No, I don't do anything. It was just a lazy Sunday where, tell you the truth, honestly, I wouldn't even take a shower that Sunday. But I love lazy Sundays. And it, it was just a day of relaxation, of, of enjoyment, and just you know, just being one with yourself and just enjoying yourself. So, but these are some of the ideas that we thought of, but I'll rattle off a couple more. Maybe you want to meditate and do some yoga. Here's an important one that as women, again, as women, I stress this, I can't stress it enough. We don't like to do is saying the word no. That's well-being. When you say no, because sometimes it doesn't always serve you to just say yes, because you're running yourself thin. Say no. You know, sleep, and we talked about take a walk, and, you know, do some of the things that bring you joy. It may be doodling, it may be uh, doing a crossword puzzle, maybe listening to music, as we said. Um, a candle, uh, get lost in a book. There's so many things that you do, you can do that you enjoy. And here's the other part of that. Don't feel guilty about it. There's no guilt. Just enjoy the moment and enjoy what it is that you do. Anything else, Miss Tony? Uh, eat. This one was touching or 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 server at the restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. She said to us, um, you know, she she said, happy birthday. I hope you enjoy the day and everything like that to my friend. And then she says, 
ladies, you have to live the day one at a time. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. So enjoy today to the fullest. And then she said today her husband died, I think a year ago, and she showed us his picture. And she said when he was alive, um, he would he loved to dress up all the fancy um, suits, clothes, and he would buy them for her as well. And then when he died, she was like, what am I going to do with all this stuff now? And then she realized that all those stuff don't have any value to her anymore. But what value to her is just enjoying getting up in the morning and doing normal activities, and that gives her peace, more peace and joy. Say that, that tomorrow is not guaranteed, but try and live every single day that once you get up and you're breathing to the fullest. That's it for me. That's some wisdom, ladies. And, you know, we've all been there. And hopefully, let me say most of us or some of us have been there. Hopefully you have not. But if you happen to be where you are facing some serious headwinds from a crushing divorce or a financial situation, a career stop and you have to restart or, you know, loss of a loved one or or you even lost yourself along the way, you know, Take some of these ideas and create a roadmap as to who you want to be. Because the most important thing you can do is to write it down. You know, review it constantly. Whenever faced with a choice, decision, or an opportunity, choose in favor of you. Yeah. That's all I can say. You're the most important person on the planet. And if you do not take care of you, no one else will. All right? We've had another fantastic discussion on the well-being of you and how to treat yourself to be blessed but not stressed. And this was so much fun. I've learned so much. Thank you, Tony, for your brilliant ideas and strategies of how we can be blessed but not stressed. And tune in next Tuesday as we talk again about, you know, women and how they are redesigning their lives and creating a roadmap as to who they are. Thank you. Peace and progress to you. And, again, don't forget to listen to the various amazing shows and optimize your life and on this channel. So have a great day. Wednesday, and I'll see you soon. Good night. Good night.